Welcome to the I Hate Everyone podcast, the only podcast run by a 24-year-old black magician from Wisconsin. What a combination, currently living in New York, featured by the New York Times, Complex, ABC, NBC, and Fox News. Whoop! Today, today we're talking about something that I really wanted to talk about since I started making TikToks. Now, if you're like, I don't use TikTok, I don't want to listen to this. This is something that uh, I think you could listen to because it's about men in general and women and people in between and people who don't identify as either. Um, this is something that I'm realizing is becoming a pandemic and I don't know how to analyze it because as you guys know, I look at everything through the lens of racism and it, it's a little bit dangerous because everything doesn't correlate to racism, but I always think, oh, how would I feel if this was a black thing? You know what I mean? But um, this today, did I do my intro correctly? Did I did I say featured by the New York Times, Complex, ABC, NBC, and Fox News, History Channel, and Smithsonian, currently pitching a TV show about my life, RJ the Magician, 24-year-old black magician, I hate everyone, did I say that? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So, the thing I wanted to talk about is this whole, I have to, I have to say, I have to phrase this correctly, the not all men thing. So there's a lot of people that I am seeing that are upset and a lot of people I'm seeing using this as an excuse where women will say something and they'll say, well, not all men. And there's this one lady on TikTok named Jayus who makes psychology TikToks. And Jayus is very powerful, I'm willing to bet. So I cannot uh, get on her bad side with this. Jayus, if you're somehow listening to this, like, please don't try to cancel me. I just feel like this needs to be talked about. J.S. goes, no shit, Sherlock. We know it's not all men, but there's enough of them to make us scared. Now, this is very interesting, right? Interesting. Take a minute. This is true. This is true. And immediately, I want to say, but what about black people? But here's the intersectionality. Black men are probably at least number one or number two on most dangerous people to black people as a whole. That is just called crime again, but we do bad at protecting women in our own communities and trans people in our community. Everyone does bad at like protecting trans people, but you know, it's like, I can't just be like white people are all of our problems when we also like don't protect women and trans people in our, our community very well. But the not all men thing is something that I've been really thinking about because I always want to say not all men. It's like, it's not all men. And it's like, is it because of me? And it's not because of me. Like, I don't care what you guys think of me. I just literally don't think this is all men. And here's the reason why, right? We, when we talk about things like this, we focus so much on diversity and inclusion, women being inclusive. And I don't want to tell women how to be inclusive. And I don't hope to tell women how to be inclusive but one thing i would want to see is my partner who was born a woman who's uh what you call afab assigned female at birth to be able to have like a say in the conversation if if they don't identify as female you know what i mean like they have a, a like a vagina i don't want and they have a lot of the same problems that women do because like uh, they, they like you know are are femme you know they are they are a femme a femme person a more feminine person which just doesn't identify as a woman i know it's like a hard concept to grasp if you don't really care about gender issues um which it's like you know like should you like i don't i don't know what like i if this is one of these things it's like i'm realizing i saw this tiktok that's really really great that said that we are all moving we all think we're moving towards this ideal point in society. We all think we're moving towards this amazing place where everyone will be non-binary, everyone will be gay, everyone will be mixed, and then everyone will be happy and, and the police will be not the police and we'll be free. And I 
don't want to be like this is never going to happen but for some reason we just keep resetting in society you know we keep getting gen being becoming more gender neutral and someone keeps reclaiming men or women you know what i mean we keep getting to the point where we don't have slavery and we keep finding new ways we, we never got to a point where we like didn't have slavery but we keep finding new ways to enslave people you know we we, we keep going in circles you know as soon as we solve one another one comes back up as a new issue and you could argue hey we're getting better but are we you know, I'm not sure if they, there was a time where they had Black Wall Street, you know, even though it was super racist. And I don't know, you know, if I would rather live then or now, you know, like I do know whether I'd rather live then or now in terms of like my opportunities to do things. But like in in terms of like, you know, black culture and in terms of what they had, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I, I don't I don't even know. But if I if I could tell you who the video was made by, I would. But I just remember they just made this amazing philosophical point that we're not moving toward this like grand goal in society. We don't all have the same goal, and even with people that we do, even among liberals, like I'm realizing that like this genderless mixed society is only like a dream for like maybe ten percent of us. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, that would be cool if like you know like that sounds extreme for a lot of people. And like not that like I want everyone to be genderless and no one like I want people to be able to identify how they want freely you know what i mean and i think a lot of us would agree there's a lot of people that are like you know that's a little too far for me and who is to say that we are right or wrong you know what i mean like besides our own morals and what we think is right or wrong and what like the vocal minority is saying and this is not to say i don't agree with like let's say trans people or let's say um trans black women especially or like any of this is not to say this but i have to tell you guys the perspective from um from the perspective of someone who doesn't listen to this podcast or from the perspective of the average person. The average person, if you pull one person off the street and you say, like, do you know a trans person personally? They will say no. And is that bad? No. But it just means that trans issues aren't on the forefront of their life because they don't really know someone. And you might be like, well, like, that is, they don't have to know someone for it to be a forefront issue. But, I mean, typically that's how it kind of works. You know what I mean? Like, people who live in areas without a lot of black people, like, don't think about black people when they wake up first thing on their mind unless it's to make like a racist video so <laughs> by the way you can follow me on instagram at rj the magic can or tiktok at rj the magic can we're getting like three million views on tiktok and i've gotten a few hundred more subscribers or uh, viewers on not viewers what's the word fucking followers on instagram so i might make a youtube i have a youtube but i haven't been posting to it because it's so much work but like we'll figure it out but anyway moving on but yeah, I just hope you guys remember liberals, socialists, communists, whoever you are, even as conservatives, that we're not going towards a perfect society where all of your dreams will be met because there's too many people to meet all of those dreams. I think you could make the argument that one day we might just care about everyone's feelings, but you get to a point where we're seeing it now, right? Everyone identify how you want. Anything is possible. Feminists, you can be whatever you want, right? That's me. Then someone goes, hey, so I'm free sexual. Um, free sexual means that I don't have attraction to people that I know personally. And they go, no, no, no. We're not giving fuckboys and whores fucking an excuse to fucking be fuckboys and whores. Like, who are you to, like, why, why do we draw the line there? Who's to choose? You know, like, why can't this be a thing? You know, like, why is your sexuality valid? Why is asexuality valid? Why is everything else on the LGBTQ spectrum valid? But then you based on your personal experience not liking fuckboys, like, gets to say that fray sexual is not a thing. And if you haven't heard of fray sexual, check it out. It's interesting. <clears throat> At the least, I'm not saying I agree or disagree with it, but what I am saying is that it's interesting that we're just drawing lines arbitrarily based on us not wanting that in society. And that's where I'm like, oh, so we can't identify how we want. 
oh, I see. And it's like, you might be like, oh, well, that isn't a thing. Like, how do we know? And you might be like, well, there's that. Do you know? You don't know. We're guessing. We're always guessing. And as long as we're doing this guessing thing, you know, and we can, we can only, and the reason I also think that we're not heading towards this society is because like, how do you know when we stop? You know what I mean? When a guy says he's, you know, it's like, this isn't to say that this is the next step. And this is what people were always saying with racism. Like, what about when people want to marry their, their animals? You know what I mean? But like, what happens when like a dog is clearly happy with their own? <laughs> you know, it's like, fuck, like, like, well, you can't do that. Why? It's because your dog, your dog looks how like fuck like what what do we, like just think like this is fucked up. But what would you say? How would you explain that like a dude can't be in love with his fucking horse? Like how? I don't fucking know. Where do we draw the line? I really don't know. You know, and it's like these lines are arbitrary. You know, based on arbitrary means based on whim. We make them up based on how we feel. We don't view free sexual as a thing because people are pissed off about their ex girlfriends and their ex boyfriends. And it's, it's annoying, you know, like, it's like, it's annoying that we are shutting down a conversation like this, not knowing the implications, meaning we're shutting down conversations like this, not knowing that it detracts from the movements that you guys are trying to promote. Like, why not have an open and honest conversation about why fresh sexuality could be a thing? You know, why not unpack some of the things that, that could be leading to that, especially something like trauma, or maybe it's something like, um, attachment issues or attachment disorders. We don't fucking know. You know what I mean? I'm not a psychologist. But I find that so interesting that we're just like, like that shit doesn't count. And it's like, ha badass. Yeah, yeah, we're not giving fuck boys their own. And I'm like, whoa, like someone has a lot of like, I don't want to, I hate the word unpacking, you know, but I'm like, that's a lot there. Like you need to relax. So society isn't this one track mind that we think it is. So when people say something like, not all men, like, if you say anything like that, you're fucking one of them. It's like, no, I'm defending my partner who literally is not all men. Like, my partner could identify as a boy, you know, if they decide to, like, start doing, like, testosterone. And this is something that we have, we talk about a lot. And it's really difficult, you know, because it's not an easy process, you know, like, helping someone um, decide, you know, what they want to do for the rest of their life if they even want to do something for the rest of their life. But, like... If my partner lived most of their life as a woman, you know what I mean? And they are, and now you're just like, all men are this. It's like, my partner hasn't done shit, you know what I mean? Like, my partner's, like, dated one woman, I think, for, like, six months. And it's like, you know, it's like my partner has done nothing to women. And it's, like, just wants to be, like, seen as, like, non-binary by women or, like, you know what I mean? So it's, like, it's literally, like, not inclusive. But when you bring up things like this, usually people bring it up to detract. Usually it's like the all lives matter, you know, like it's that uh, overarching statement that's used that like I, I, I see so much fucking content these days. It's like um, this woman that I saw on TikTok made this good, uh, this good point that people will often use big, exaggerated counter arguments that you'd be monstrous to deny as a way to facilitate their arguments. So it's like, you know, you say black lives matter. Are you not saying all lives matter? You'd be an, an animal to like say that all lives don't matter you know so it's like i see where people are coming from with that but it's tough also because it's like 50 percent of the world is men or at least a little bit less 48 percent, you know is men so it's like literally we it's, it's enough to make it bad but like at the same time i'm like one out of two people 
you know, it's just like, it's tough because I want to equate this to racism. And please, when I say it's tough, don't think I'm saying like, it's tough being a man. I'm saying it's tough to understand for me, but this is what I go through to understand things. So I'm trying to understand. I equate things to racism, right? I'm like, white people have been assaulting sexually black people, black men. They don't give a fuck. You know, black men with autism. They don't give a fuck. Um, queer men. They don't give a fuck. You know, so it's like they've been assaulting men physically, women physically, They've been taking us away from shit and killing us physically, calling the police on us, um, physically, obviously physically killing us, mentally killing us, calling the police on us for no reason. White women trying to get us locked up because we don't like them, you know, like white men, like assaulting black women and things like that. But also, again, black men are detrimental to black women. And that's just, you know, that's just like crime. Again, that's crime. It's crime. Not black on black crime. It's crime. But, um... Like, I'm like, do I have the right to be as, like, historically, like, scared of white people as women are of black people? And I'm like, yes, I do have the right, but does that help this conversation? No. But at the same time, I'm like, but, like, black people aren't constantly, like, I'm terrified of white people. But men are usually bigger than women, you know? And that's what the difference is, I think. There's a lot of nuanced differences that go into this, which is why I'm trying to tell you that you can't always compare things to your own thing. You know what I mean? It's different. This is different than racism, but it's a similar vibe where if I meet a white woman or something like that, you know what I mean? I'm always on edge that she's going to be racist. You know, if I like met someone and I went over to their house for the first time, which everyone's like, don't do, but bitch, we all fucking do it. And like, and I go over to their house, they could, I've seen stories of black men getting like killed by other, by other men, you know what I mean? Who are like actually trying to trap them or women that are you that are used in traps or sometimes they're like um, accomplices I've seen this in multiple stories and that's scary too. And I go over to someone's house, you know, like I don't anymore, but when you go over to someone's house, it's like, is this a trap to like beat me up, especially in fucking Wisconsin, you know? So it's like, you have to be safe. I had to be safe. I didn't encounter any of those. The only thing that made me uncomfortable is one time when this woman was like, just come in. And I'm like, I'm not just going to walk in your house. And she's like, no, it's fine. Just come in. And I'm like, I know you. And I'm like, I know you know me, but I'm not going to walk in a white girl's house at night. And I felt like a trap. So I don't think I did it. Um, I literally was just, like, dying, but, like, in that situation, just trying to explain to her why this wasn't okay, that she was just, like, telling me to walk in and why she didn't get it, um, but, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to be, like, it's tough, because, again, I don't want to be the not-all-men guy, because that's not what I'm trying to do, but one thing that I've mentioned multiple times is that, like, I had that class with that professor that was, like, women, <laughs> 50 years ago, none of us would be here, and I was, like, bitch, I would not be here either, like, what, what? Like, I would not be here either. I would be here 10 years after you. And then when I got here, they would have expelled me like they did the fucking 68 or 98 black students that wanted equal rights in 1964 at UW Oshkosh. You know, so I wouldn't have been here either. But what you mean is women, only the white men would have been here. I have less privileges than you right now. You know, it's like I am as scared of a Karen right now. You know, like when I walk across the street, I'm terrified a woman's going to clutch her purse and claim that I'm trying to rob her <laughs> because I see so many videos of that shit. And this isn't to say don't be scared of black men ever because there's no situation where you should be afraid of black men because then you are racist and you are a Karen or something like that. That is not what I'm saying. We all have the right to be afraid of people who are scaring us, especially if they're trying to rob you or something. If you're getting robbed, don't be like, I can't scream because that's racist. You know what I mean? But it's like... It, 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 it's it's tough because it's like, I just keep saying, I, I know when people talk, I'm like, I know you mean white men, 
but you are making people think about like you're that you're mad at black men and that you're mad at queer men and that you're mad at trans men when in reality they had nothing to do with it you know and that's a large chunk of men and it's not all men and that's what people don't get though if anyway people could explain that you know i'm not saying not all men for my sake i'm saying not all men for the men who's it, who it isn't sake you know and it's not to say that queer men don't contribute to masculine like hyper masculine culture because there's a lot of cases in which queer men are problematic you know and there i'm not this isn't to say that like trans men don't adopt hyper masculine qualities once they transition which has been shown a lot you know so i mean that's not that's not to say that either, you know, but it's, it's, it's just to say that I wish we were just more specific in our language in terms of the feminist movement as it is supposed to be so inclusive, but I'm not a woman, you know, I'm not a woman, so I can't, you know, I'm not like, I just wanted to give a viewpoint. This is tough. It's a really tough episode to make because um, one thing that I keep saying uh, is that I'm tired of uh, the last thing about feminism as a, a quote unquote male feminist, something I'm tired of seeing from my end, I guess from other men and from like my woman friends is only wanting feminism for attractive people. And what I mean for that about that is like, I only think that like the majority of people that they're talking about, like that want feminism, right? The majority of people that I talk to that want feminism kind of like, or at least the people that like men kind of imply that they want it for attractive men. You know, I want the man that treated me badly to treat me well and to stand up for me. You know, I want the man that didn't want to talk to me to stop being a fuck boy you know i want and this isn't you know feminism is not all about men you know but like in terms of like young people this is what i'm typically seeing on like the internet you know like it's like a lot of it is like you know like we're the feminist men that you know blah 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 you know what i mean like that so it's like uh it's interesting because i think we want the men in our lives currently to be feminists and then fuck anyone else who like kind of like comes up to us you know what i mean and not just not just women but men too you know what i mean we want to watch the cool feminist on tiktok the attractive feminist on tiktok you know and that's and then like the incels and what and shit like that you know it's do you feel bad for, i just talking to glory and when i said incel their face changed so much glory's my partner and i was like just listen give me one second the incels are gonna fucking get married like they're gonna fucking have kids and they can be incels when they have kids or we can try to change them for the better but like clearly having a mom isn't a fucking enough you know it's not enough just to have a mom otherwise we would have great feminist men but clearly that's not that's not that's not it and you might be like well that's because it doesn't matter why like i'm just saying like just the fact is that having a mom does not make you a feminist or a good man. And you might be like, well, it's because men are influencing women. But also, like, 50% of women are conservative, which a lot of the values go against uh, the, like, autonomy of women and, like, the self-interest of women. You could argue, well, they're probably like that because of their husband, but, like, I really just don't want to think that, like, women are so infantilized that they can't make any decisions for themselves. So, like, I, this has to be some line that we draw in which like we're like the women who are like fighting women are doing this because they want to at least some of them you know like everything i don't think everything can be the influence of men but white people and racism everything although i would argue that everything is racist so everything is inherently misogynist i will say i will say everything almost everything is here to benefit men it's the same way i would say that everything is racist but i wouldn't say that like 
I'll leave it there. It, it's, it's, it's a tough thing because I don't want to shift the blame away from men, but I do want to give a valid perspective and that and that's 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 the that's the tough part like acknowledging but yet saying that like this is a fact and i hope this didn't make someone mad but you know like having just just having a mom does not make someone a feminist and i think that's a point that we can all understand but the thing is i don't give a fuck about the attractive guy that 10 women are going after when like only like you know like this is not this is a bad point so this is the bad point that i saw some guy trying to debate about online once he was like 90 percent of women are going after 10 percent of men that is not exactly true but i do think on both sides the upper 10 percent does get the pick of the other 90 percent of the opposite gender or at least who they're attracted to i do think that's true and so we kind of, you know, like, fuck the attractive men because they're only like 10% of people. We need to make the normal fucking men feminists and nice men and kind men. And I don't fuck, give a fuck about the guy, you know, like, it's like, I want everyone to be, but like the guy that you went on a date with last week, you know, like the guy that like, it's like, fuck these people, you know, maybe good looking people lead society. And that's the point. But, like, I don't think we know that we're, we're, we're kind of doing this thing where we're like, yeah, fucking cells, fucking cells. They're all just sexist anyway. And it's like, they are. But sadly, like, the incels and the ugly guys, the guys that aren't conventionally attractive and the guys that aren't great speakers make up 80% of the world. So, like, we have to change them. And it's not, like, on women to change them. It's on me, too. But, like, also, I don't know the crazy shit that men say. Like, the, the crazy shit that men say, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, like it's 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 crazy because we we are just we're we're taking experiences from these guys that have the luxury of being these attractive men, the luxury of of having people like respond regularly. I guess like I'm just trying to figure out like how the fuck do we convert the normal guys, the ones that make up the rest of the world, not just the attractive people that say stupid ass shit and it's like you should be a feminist you should take this back support the movement now when there's all this performative shit to like backtrack like why do we give a fuck about these people just stop supporting these people and they'll follow along when everyone else starts having successful relationships and successful lives you know what i mean that's it because at the end of the day we don't want the hot people at the end of the day we i not me but at the end of the day most people Settle for average people. All the people who told me. I remember so many motherfuckers that told me in high school. Yo, like, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be this. What are you going to be? Nothing. Like, I remember so vividly. And it, like, crushed my spirits. And then I moved to New York and became the director of the Houdini Museum. And then lost my job. So now I'm chilling. (laughs) But all these people, like, just stayed like where they are you know and it's like if you are where you are you should not be ashamed of this but i just hope you weren't bragging to people that you were going to be somewhere crazy fucking different hitting me up oh my god new york is so amazing new york is so amazing i'm gonna come i'm gonna come visit i'm gonna come move i'm gonna come move and then bam they find a partner and they get married so many people tell me i'm gonna stay with you oh my god i'm gonna come can i come oh my god it's just bam found a partner got a house and and glory and i talk about this a lot as because we're we're dating obviously and it's like it feels almost as if it's like the next step up. It's an advancement in life. You graduated college or whatever. You just graduated high school. You don't know what to do. Oh, you know, I'll get this because then people will congratulate me. That's the next step up, leveling up. We're obsessed with this and then we get stuck 
where you're like, they were like, I'll never stay here. And then they're fucking stuck with some dude that they don't like, some woman that they don't like. And it's, it's wild because I just see it so much where I'm like, this is what you did. This is it. And it's like, not like, you know, be ashamed of your partner. Not like that. But it's like, you know, like you had big ass dreams. So I know you're not happy, but we all just end up settling at the end of the day, not all of us, but most of us end up settling. And the guys that like we end up with, the women that we end up with are nothing like the people that we pursued in college. Because we aren't the people we were in college or in high school or anything like that. And it's giving me a lot of perspective. But yes, I hope this wasn't an not all men podcast, but I hope this was a kind of a little bit of a dive into intersectionality of men, which is a thing. <laughs> And we have to stop pretending like it's not. And the not all men thing is typically something I hear from white women because they just can't conceive a world where they are more than any man. And, you know, not more, we're valued more in society than any man. And this is not to say that their fear of men is not warranted. That is not it. But what I am saying is I wish they just considered that maybe, just maybe, we are as scared of them as they are of us. And that we wish we could have this conversation and talk about how we could help each other. You know, we'll control the white women. <laughs> you can help control men, you know, like that's, <laughs> you know, that's it. I don't know. Men help control men. I last thing I'll tell you um, is something that it's not, it's always like, it can be simple, you know? So I was walking down the street in New York. I saw this homeless man. Uh, I, I have to say he's homeless because I want to, I want to believe he's homeless. Um, not, ugh, this is tough. I take that back. There's there, there's a stigma around homelessness, and I was the director of uh I was the volunteer coordinator, excuse me, of a homeless shelter, so I should know better than this, and I'm very sorry. There's a stigma around homelessness that homeless people are bad people, and I shouldn't say that, but he was definitely a man of the streets. <laughs> he was definitely a man of the streets. He was following this lady down the street. He was like, "Yo, yo, hey, 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 yo, hey, yo, you got, hey, yo, you got boyfriend, hey, yo, you got boyfriend, you got, hey, yo, you got boyfriend, hey, yo, excuse me, excuse me, ma'am, excuse me, excuse me." Walking next to her, hey, yo, 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 literally four minutes, and I was like, "This is so awkward." And then he looks at me and he goes, "He goes, yo, hey, yo, yo, is this your boy? Hey, yo, is this your boyfriend? Is this your boyfriend?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" And the one woman just acting like she did not see him because she was just walking down the street because she's used to it. Sadly, they're used to it. And then I was like, yo, uh, yeah, that, that's my girlfriend. And he was like, oh, my bad. And he walked away. That was it. The woman didn't hear me. She'll never know who I was. She didn't see me. And I didn't need her to see me to be like, yo, I saved you. You know, I don't have some kind of like savior complex. But I realized how easy it, sometimes it is to defend women when, you know, sometimes somebody just need one person, you know. And I'm sometimes scared of guys that are weird. And the other thing that's interesting is, like, the persecution that usually that men face is usually from other men. But, like, when it's not, it's usually, like, race-based or something like that. So that's why it's tough. But, um, yeah, that's how little it took, you know? And I've seen women get spit on where I was like, oh, what do I do? And I didn't do anything. And literally my roommate's friend or my, my partner's roommate, I should not be saying this story, Something happened similar to that, like, last week, where if I was there, maybe I would have done something, maybe I wouldn't have, but sometimes, you know, it's fight or flight sometimes, but it's, I'm trying to get better at, at being like, yeah, you know, like, so that was my first time where I was like, you know, really someone I didn't know, and I felt like, wow, like, that was effective. If more men did this, women wouldn't get harassed as much, you know, and then maybe it would be better, or at least it would be a start, you know, but I don't know. 
So thanks for listening. Uh, you guys can rate the podcast. If you don't rate the podcast, you don't like me. There's been a spike in listeners, like a doubling in listeners um, from TikTok, and you guys are not rating it. So if you don't rate this shit, I will stop making podcasts, and you will never hear this fucking chocolatey-ass voice again. But until then, I'll give you a week. Please rate. I might tell you the Christmas uh, sex party story of 2019. Actually, I probably won't. I will not. There is no story. Anyway, goodbye.